I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It is I, your main Chakra Girl, Amberly Lyons. I'm also your spiritual BFF and the founder of the Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform inspiring women to be intentional AF while living their best lives and balancing their chakras. Duh. We're here today with Indy Lee founder and CEO of her own eco-chic line of beauty products, also called Indie Lee. She has such an amazing and inspiring story to share with us, you guys. And she's also giving some really, really great clean beauty tips. We're talking about listening to signs from the universe before it bites you in the ass, and also how to turn a shitty day into just a shitty five minutes. You got to change that turnaround time, guys. I'm also giving you guys a bit of a Vegas recap and Kundalini update. Super excited about that. This episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle, which is a compilation of all the meditations and visualizations that I have used to manifest a fab AF life. Basically, I've taken all the lessons, tips, little tidbits from meditations and books that I've, you know, used to enhance my journey, and I copied them. Just kidding. I just took little pieces and compiled them into this curated bundle of meditations for you guys. Um, It's literally, there's a meditation for everything and they're designed to activate your chakras because when your chakras are activated, that's when you can manifest. So there's a meditation to open up each chakra and a chakra cleansing meditation, plus a bonus audio if you're a newbie and you want to know how to meditate. So if you're having trouble staying consistent or if you're having trouble getting started with consistent meditation practice, then these are perfect because I tell you exactly what to think, what to do, how to breathe. Um, I'm pretty bossy. Just kidding. So if you've been, even if you've been meditating for a while and you just want to go deeper on the chakra stuff, get these meditations, guys. Podcast listeners get $10 off with the promo code podcast. So just go to chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. That's chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. All right, guys go get them. Enter the coupon code podcast. Basically, you're going to fill out your information first, then the credit card screen is going to pop up. Then there's going to be a little blue link at the bottom of that screen that asks if you have a coupon code, click it, enter the word podcast, and then pay me, give me your money, and then go meditate and manifest your best life and open your chakras. You're welcome. 
end because I love a good upsell on that thank you page after you purchase those meditations. There is a course called Chakras 101, which is a major in-depth look at all the chakras. There are applied practices and exercises to get unblocked with things like money issues, insecurities, guilt, shame, fear of putting yourself out there, all those kind of main issues we deal with. So you're going to get totally emerged like a fucking butterfly at the end of this program. Go buy it guys. So either get the meditations first and then it'll be on the thank you page. Or if you go to my website, go to courses and it's on that page too. And it's the shockergirlco.com. I don't want to confuse you with too many links. Just do whatever you think is best. Okay, guys, Vegas was really fun. We went to shows, we ate way too much food, and I actually got to relax. Um, my husband, I call it vacation Frank. When we're on vacation, he kind of like takes care of everything, which is so nice. And it's probably because I'm too irresponsible to even carry the room key. One time I was like, oh, this vacation, I'm going to take care of everything. And we were like, what? I was like bragging about it while we were walking to the elevator from our hotel room. I was like, this vacation, I've got you, babe. I'm going to take care of everything. And then he's like, is that a room key? And I turned around and our room key was like 10 feet down the hallway. I'd already dropped it. And I was like, okay, fine. Maybe you can just do this one too. So vacation Frank was out in full force and he just organized everything. I was wife of the year and went to some NBA games with him. It was like a summer league situation. I don't know. I was really just going to see if Khloe Kardashian was there, but I guess she let Tristan go to Vegas on her own. No comment. Love her praying for her. Um, I also had a fangirl moment and saw the assistant coach of the Toronto Raptors, which usually I don't care about this shit guys, but my husband does. So got a photo with him, whatever. Um, also run into a podcast listener, which was so fun. She was so sweet and so cute. And she wrote, she did a little vlog about meeting me and it made me so happy. So keep making me feel famous guys. It's my favorite thing. We have this massive suite at the Palazzo. So if you guys stay there, get the junior penthouse. It's freaking huge. It's like 3000 square feet or something. I don't know. I'm not going to math, but I think it's pretty close to that. Um, yeah, I'm all about the sweet life. <laughs> I didn't even mean for that to be a, a pun, but it was. Anyways, I'm heading to LA next week for my top secret, exciting thing that I can't talk about yet, but really excited to announce it to you guys. And no, it's not a reality show. A lot of people have been asking me that. Not yet, guys, but that's coming um, one day for sure. Fret not, you'll be able to get a deeper look into my life because isn't that what we all want? Also going to be doing a photo shoot with my GF, Lena Caltigeroni, who I had on the podcast before. She's like the manifesting queen. Love her so much. And going to be hanging with my bestie, Jen, from Society Gal. And we're doing a little brunch with some of our other friends there, too. So follow the shenanigans. Whenever I'm in LA, I get so many great photos and the stories are on fleek. God, does anyone say that? I don't know. Um, go to the Shocker Girl Co on Insta. Give me a follow. Follow the shenanigans. I also finished my 40-day kundalini meditation, which is this really wild meditation um, that I've talked about a lot on the show. And I was told by Natalia Benson um, that it was actually that specific meditation was used to cure drug addiction. So it's like super powerful. You don't have to, you know, be a drug addict to use it, but it can cure things like repetitive thoughts or just any kind of like unhealthy attachments to anything. And I mean, I would like to report that I'm still drinking all the wine. So clearly I was never an addict to begin with. There you go. And it was kind of funny because the day that I finished that 40 day meditation was the new moon. And I did not plan it that way, but I thought that was so cool. So I did like a little ritual, celebrated that I finished my 40 days. And now I am doing a new meditation that I'm super excited about, which is actually my chakra tip du jour. 
So it's a meditation to release your fear of the future. And I swear it works. So basically you just hold your right hand in your left hand. So hold your, like put the back of your right palm into the front of your left palm and then put your right thumb into your palm and then your left thumb on top of your right thumb. And you kind of hold it towards your heart and there's a mantra, Dandan Ram Das Guru. And that mantra brings miracles into your life. So if you're like me and you're constantly like calculating things in your head and it's not even out of like fear of the future, but it's like, I'm always kind of calculating things. I don't know. It's kind of an OCD thing that I do. Um, and I swear it works. Like the second I put my hands into that mudra, I kind of, the kind of like monkey brain stops and I feel so much more present. It's kind of wild. So I'll post a link to that meditation and the song that I'm using for it. And then it's only, I'm only doing that for eight minutes and I know you're kind of supposed to do 11 minutes. So I don't know if you guys have done Kundalini, but there is a song that you're supposed to do at the end of every practice called long time sun. And it's just the prettiest song. And so I listen to long time sun while I'm in Shavasana. So it's like pretty much a lazy Kundalini meditation, but after the intense breathing of the meditation I was doing for the last 40 days, girls got a rest. Okay. So Don Don Ramdas Guru, all your way to miracles, guys. Chakra shout out. I know I've done this before, but I'm doing it again. Moonbox. Okay. I just love receiving new crystals every single month. They give you a journal to write down, you know, they give you like journaling prompts to what you're releasing with the moon and all this stuff. So basically it's a ritual box for each month based on the new moons, full moons and all that jazz. So you learn a lot and you get a lot of stuff in it. And I don't remember how it is. It's like 35 per month, maybe, maybe less. I don't know. I don't usually look at prices like ever, which is not a good thing. Oh, wait, can we also talk about the Chloe bag that I bought in Vegas? How could I forget? She's just become such a special, I don't know, woman in my life, bag in my life. Um, I also got a Chloe perfume, which I'm obsessed with. It's just like their classic perfume and I only need one spray and it just smells like summer laundry and citrus. It's so beautiful. So I'll be posting a lot of photos, but I did post a little sneaky peeky at the Chloe and it's so cute. It's just like a little travel size bag. And I also have the bigger version of it in black. So guys go treat yourself, get yourself a Chloe bag, not sponsored, but call me. Okay. Let's get into this episode. So many good tips and I'm posting all the links to the amazing products that we talk about with Indie Lee. Here we go. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. We're here with Indy Lee. She is the founder and CEO of her own eco-chic line of beauty products that are so amazing. Uh, Indy Lee is committed to creating change and building community in the clean lifestyle and wellness categories. Indy Lee & Co. is grounded in nature, supported through science, and inspired by life. How beautiful is that, guys? She has such a beautiful story to share about overcoming illness, and I can't wait to get into that story. So welcome to the show, Indy Lee. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you. Yay. Okay. So let's get into our slumber party question so we can get a real feel for who you are. First question, what is your daily ritual? Oh my gosh. So basically I wake up, I meditate. I'm a big lemon, warm water and lemon. Mm. And then I try to take a hike and it's with my pups. Oh, a and hike. So nice. Yeah. And then it's all, all holes bar. It's one thing after another. And we're yeah. off to the races. <laughs> then it gets crazy. So where do you yeah. live that you can go for a morning hike? I live in South Salem, New York. So just in Westchester County. So nice. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. beautiful. So what are your, do you have any like crystals or oils that you use in your practice? What are your faves? Oh, I have Labradite is probably my big one. I love rose quartz, but I was told that I should always keep Labradite on me. So I have it in my pocket or I'll wear a ring or it's on a bracelet. So I usually have a piece of Labradite on me. 
So nice. That's a very good throat chakra opener. That's what I was told. Yes. I love it. It'll help like just help you kind of like live your most authentic life and like put yourself out there fearlessly, which you're totally doing. So it's working. <laughs> All right. I, you know, it's so funny. I just didn't, I didn't ask. I heard it clear throat chakra. I'm like, okay, someone said this is, you know, I went and had a reading and someone said, oh, you need this stone with you at all time. And then very strange. I had met somebody else and they said the same thing. And like, and I was just like well, you know, universe sends you signs. There you go. I love it. And it's also very grounding, which is probably good for all your travel. Yes. Love it. Okay. What is your go-to summer cocktail? Oh, summer cocktail is um, vodka on the rocks with a twist of lemon. Ooh, she don't mess around. (laughs) I love it. This is very good. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay. You have so many amazing products. So what is a beauty hack that you can share with us? Oh, gosh. You know what? I like multitaskers. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing for me. Like I love a cleanser that will remove all your makeup. A brightening cleanser will also act as a a gentle exfoliating mask. So when I can find multitasking products, that's a big beauty hack for me. Mm -hmm. I also love my jade roller and I put it in my refrigerator, which is, I have one in my bathroom. I know that's kind of weird. But oh, I do. what else is in there? <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have my toner, my clearing mask. It started off for my children when they were babies, like to have their bottles. So I would just warm them up. And I didn't have to go downstairs. And then my kids are 18 and 15. So then it became a water, like a water and juice box station. And now it has my skincare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. All the skincare and the bathroom vodka and lemons. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What is your guilty pleasure? Um, the cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> All the cocktails. I love it. And you never know because a lot of spiritual people are like, I don't drink. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't with you then. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, you know what? I'm an 80 20 gal. So I think, yeah. you know, I try to be clean and everything 80% of the time. But as you know, um, and we'll talk more about my story later, this is not a dress rehearsal. So you need to go out there and live it. So true. I love that. This is not a dress rehearsal. Yeah. Okay. I also watched Vampire Diaries. Oh Oh my gosh. That is so funny. I feel like I watched that when I was like, (laughs) it's an older show, right? Uh, yeah, so my daughter got me into this recently, and so I'm binge watching. So there's my my guilty pleasure. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to tell anyone. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into your story. It's so beautiful. Just tell the audience everything about you and how you've got started on your journey. Of course, of course. So um, I started off actually in accounting, believe it or not, I'm a CPA, and I left because I realized I didn't really love accounting, (laughs) and I wanted to spend more time with my children, and um, a friend of mine was building school gardens, and I got very involved with that. In fact, I I built a 750-square-foot greenhouse in my backyard. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, I still have it. I was just in it this morning. That's another thing I do on a regular basis is go out there. And I was helping bring edible flowers to Whole Foods and microgreens to restaurants and also teaching farm-to-table movement to local schools out of the plants that I was growing in the greenhouse. Mm. And um, I wound up working crazy hours and left that, but still had the greenhouse. I was still working with um, Whole Foods and local markets and restaurants. And um, I guess it was June, no, no, probably August of 2008, I started to notice that I was getting some headaches and I was losing my vision Mm. at my left eye. And by, oh gosh, October, it was really noticeable. And so I went to the doctors, I'll never forget, November 4th. 2008 and said, you know, something's up. I'm losing my vision out of my left eye. And he said, okay, well, you need to go see a doctor and get a scan. I would go see a, you know, for an MRI. And I said, okay, no problem. And I literally take out my calendar to see what would work for me. And the doctor looks at me and he goes, I meant now. <laughs> You're going now. Mm. And 
Uh, 45 minutes after I left the scan, he called and said, could you come in? I said, sure, tell me what's up. He said, I'll tell you when you get here. And I was like, not so fast. Mm. You need to tell me now because I'm going to Google this and I'll go down that dark rabbit hole, I'm sure. Yeah. And he said, if you promise to come right in. I said, you, I, you are my word. And that's when he told me I had a brain tumor. Mm. And, you know, I wasn't completely surprised because, you know, I figured, well, what would possibly cause me to start losing my vision? Yeah. And it's interesting. Everybody says, well, who did you call? What did you do? I honestly got right in the car. Yeah. And started driving. And it was the most, I guess, empowering 15-minute drive of my life. Mm. I started to notice some things about myself. Number one, I said, you know, this is happening for a reason. I don't know what it is. So my job is to let it unfold and allow and something incredibly powerful is going to come out of this. Mm -hmm. I also noticed that I was a planner, a type A planner. The two kids, boy and girl, the two dogs, yellow labs, the whole thing. And I had forgotten the most important things, which was to live with passion, live on purpose, and be present at every moment. Mm -hmm. And I swore by the time I got to that doctor's office, my life had fundamentally shifted. Mm. that's so beautiful because it's almost like you have that split second to be like am I gonna lose my shit or am I gonna like keep it composed and like like learn a lesson from this and just get it you know get work through it so and I and I chose the latter and it's interesting because it was a beautiful full day here and all the leaves were just vibrant and seriously by the time I got out of the car life was in technicolor Mm. And I was at peace with whatever was going to go on. And so I got to the doctor and said, okay, what do we have? And he said, we're not sure. It does not look like cancer. And it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to go see some heavy hitters because we don't know what this is. So Johns Hopkins, um, Duke, NIH, Sloan Kettering. And by and large, the doctors I would go to said, we don't know what this is. It doesn't look like cancer, but there's very little we can do. Get your affairs in order and spend as much time with your children as possible. Oh, my goodness. And some said, no, this could be as little as six months. Oh, my goodness. And I would literally say, thank you so much, but I don't think so. And I would yeah. go to the next doctor. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was 100% sure there was a different, a different path for me. Mm-hmm. And between the first two doctors, I went to my my neuroendocrinologist, and I said, I don't understand how this is happening. Everybody in my, nobody in my family has this. We're all relatively healthy. He said, well, we're seeing more and more of these things tied to the environment. I'm like, environment? Uh, I have a great organic greenhouse in my backyard that I eat out of. What are you talking about? Mm. And he asked that life-changing question for me. What do you put on your skin? Mm. Truth was, I had no idea. Um, Full disclosure, I'm a lotions and potions junkie, always have been, will be. And I really didn't think about the consequences. And I honestly, up until then, I I always knew the skin was your largest organ and what you put on, up to 60% of what you put on your body may be absorbed. And sometimes some of those um, ingredients can be absorbed as little as 26 seconds. So I didn't really think about that, nor did I know that the beauty industry is largely unregulated. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially in the U.S. Oh, in the U.S. It's terrible. You know, we have what, maybe 15, 30 ingredients now versus 1,300 over in Europe. Yeah. That's and so crazy. It's absolutely crazy to, to think that there's, you really have to be your own watchdog. And in that moment, you know, it's so funny. You can remember these moments when he said that. I can remember looking in his office and I was looking at a fake Monet in a brass frame on the wall. Like, so, I don't think I heard anything after what he said. It could be something you put on your skin. It was like Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, Oh my gosh, this is what this is about. That's why this is happening to me. I need to go out there and empower people to live a healthier life and empower them into knowing that nobody's watching this and, you know, create change, which was something I said, you know, I'm going to leave a legacy of change. And I wanted to create a line that was effective, that was clean. And I also wanted it to look chic on a shelf because in 2008, 
clean beauty did not look very chic on a shelf. No. It was like the very like hippie looking like. Exactly. Which is totally fine. That just wasn't what I wanted. No, it wasn't chic. No. And so I literally went home and started doing deep dives into every book I could on ingredients, on beauty, speaking of naturopathic doctors, aromatherapists, dermatologists, you name it, and started doing some kitchen concocting. So was this literally like the same day, like he literally tells you that it could be something you put on your skin and immediately. And and then I was like, boom, I knew what I was going to do. Now, the funny thing is, and I left this out, but I was already, I had made some products for my sister out of my greenhouse, went for her baby shower, which was that October. And so I was already concocting and everyone said, oh, you should come out with a baby line. I'm like, I don't know. And I did it because I didn't want anything toxic on my nephew's tush. Yeah. Never the larger picture. So when the doctor said this, I was like, okay, I didn't take the sign when everybody said, come out with the baby line. This is a much bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're given six months to live, you have a chance, you have a choice of how you want to live it. Yeah. I am not a doom and gloom person. I am a, the glass is always overflowing and effervescent with pink champagne type of gal. And I said, okay, I'm going to spend as much time with my children as possible in case this doesn't go that way. So when they were, when they were home, I was with them. But when they were in school, I was researching and trying to think about this line and creating some products and finding a doctor who would give me a different diagnosis and prognosis. Fortunately for me, I found a doctor in the city who was willing to take a chance at surgery. I said, fantastic, sign me up, let's go. And he said, well, you only have a 40% chance of waking up. I said, that's awesome. Oh <laughs> I mean, I was oh fully like starting to shut down. Yeah. And so remember I said, I believe the universe sends you signs, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, obviously look what podcast I'm on. So everybody yeah. listens to that. <laughs> yes, that. But, um, so he says, well, we're going to do it on April 22nd, which is Earth Day. Oh, Okay. Like, okay, so I want to come out with a clean product line, and we're doing my life-changing surgery on Earth Day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm in and, a good place. And you were, like, even, like, the whole concept of you having been invited to start building gardens. Yeah. I mean, like, the whole thing. Such a random thing that you didn't necessarily seek out. No. No, not at all. It was, I was an accountant, and I was yeah. like, okay. I don't want to do that anymore. I had an incredible career. And, you know, this opportunity came. I said, sure, I'll run your nursery. They said, we don't have one. So I said, oh, let me build it. And I built the greenhouse in the backyard. I mean, it was just the whole thing. You couldn't script it any better. No. And so did you consider yourself spiritual before all this happened? Or did it all just kind of start growing from that moment? No, I was spiritual beforehand. I'm actually a practicing Buddhist. Oh, amazing. I know. Most people don't know that about me. So here's my out party. Hello. My name is Indy Lee. I'm a Buddhist. Um, (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) It's happening. It's out there now. Um, So I was pretty, I've been practicing Buddhism for close to 19 years. So I was pretty spiritual beforehand. So I think that's what helped me remain so optimistic. Mm -hmm. I knew there was a bigger plan and feeling safe in it. Um, But I wasn't, I wasn't in reality either. I mean, I knew I was dying and something had to be done. Yeah. Um, I was, I was slowing down. I was shutting down. Um, it was getting bad. It was really getting bad. And so when earth day came on April 22nd, 2009, I, I literally like waltzed into the surgical suite and said, today is a great day to live. Put on some kick-ass music. (laughs) The anesthesiologist whips around and asks me if I had been drinking or taking any drugs. Because apparently I was way too happy to be going into risky brain surgery. (laughs) I did not. And I was like, nope, I'm in a great place. And then you want so you want to get a social worker in there. I was like, "I, I understand the risks. I know that there's a good chance I'm not waking up from this. But I'm in a great place. And I have a lot of living to do. So put on the kick-ass music and let's get going. Yeah. Honest to goodness, that's exactly how this went down. So many hours later, many, many hours later, I wake up and I open my eyes in neuro ICU and I'm able to see. 
That is oh wild. I was like, oh my gosh. So of course my first words out of my mouth were, oh my gosh, I can see. And the nurse next to me says, yes, sweetheart, you're awake. And I said, that's a great sign. <laughs> I've already beat the odds. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wasn't able to see. Of course, she said I was very sassy and getting the doctor. <laughs> She's like, you're very sassy and getting the doctor. I was like, okay. Um, and in the entire surgical team came in. And they all kind of make a U around my bed. And they had this weird look. And I said, oh, my gosh, this did not go as well as I thought it might go. Okay. So the doctor takes my hand and um, says, you're done. And, of course, I'm, I'm, you know, being the sassy person that I am, it's like, what do you mean? Like, stick a fork in me, done? I don't understand what he's like. <laughs> and now everybody's laughing. Like, one of the nurses, like, laughing and crying. Uh, and he said, no, when we went in, it was partially fluid filled. We were able to drain it and then get the entire mass. Welcome to the rest of your life. Oh my goodness. I have goosebumps. And so, so yeah, this is so much more than for me putting products on this shelf. And you can now know why, you know, my, my deep spirituality, my belief in empowerment for others and really helping people to realize that this is not a dress rehearsal. We need to go out there and live and be fully present in the moment. And even if you're having a bad day, be grateful for the opportunity to have that bad day. Mm -hmm. So other than like the business, what other big changes did you see in your life and the way you lived your life the day you walked out of that hospital? Um, you know, everyone said you'll never be the same and you're not. Yeah. I see things so differently. Um, you know, I have bad days. Please don't think I don't. I have, of course I do. Mm -hmm. But again, they're shorter. They're shorter, in, I guess, in duration than perhaps. And even as a spiritual person, I think we can get complacent. We can fall off that wagon. You have a bad day and it turns into like, you know, bad two or three days type yeah. of thing. Yeah. I cycle through that way quicker now. Yeah. And I think that's what it's all about. It's literally all about the bounce back time. There's always going to be yeah. crazy shit and mood swings and right. depressed days, but it's Absolutely. all about like, the bounce back time. When I duck and I, you know, and I pivot faster, mm -hmm. um, I really appreciate all the opportunities that are given to me. And I live life through a lens of um, appreciation and gratitude. Mm, I love and that. Very different way of living. And, and like I said, I, I have the bad days, but I appreciate that I have them. And, you know, not because like, oh, good, something went wrong. Hooray. But more like, okay, you know what? This isn't, this isn't a joyous moment. I'm not feeling good. But that gives me clarity of what a good day feels like. Like you can't know what good is if you haven't experienced bad. That's so true. And I've been realizing that so much more, just like being grateful for the moments where everything's not rosy, because then when things are good, you, you can just like savor it and be like, oh my God, this feels awesome. Right. Like, can you imagine if everything's always awesome? There would be, yeah. there would be no, you wouldn't know what joy is. You wouldn't know what excitement, you wouldn't know passion, all these things. You need to have that contrast for that clarity. Exactly. And um, I think that has probably been the most monumental shift that I've had in my I life. That. So how do you like stay spiritually motivated? So many people ask me for tips on just how to, how to like keep up with the practice and like keep up with the positivity. Like they see really good results in their daily practice or with their, um, just their spirituality in general. And then it just kind of stops. How have you kind of like experienced yeah. that? And how do you kind of like get back on track? Yeah, of course. I think the biggest thing is when you kind of fall off that bag bandwagon, um, you need to practice forgiveness of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, I'm in this place. Okay, you know what? That's okay. There's a reason. Okay, when, and what are you going to learn from it? And so for me, again, the cycling through is much faster now because I've been doing it longer. But I think it's having that forgiveness, knowledge, appreciate that moment, and then realize I have an opportunity to start fresh. It's yeah. not like, you're not a bad person if you fall off the wagon. What did you get to? I think it happens for a reason, to be honest, mm -hmm. when we do lose that, that um, balance and that level of spirituality. I think that it's because something monumental is happening that allows you to learn and grow. Yeah. 
So true. And, There's always something. Well, and I, so I look at it now as an opportunity to say, okay, look at that as an opportunity. What'd you learn from that? Mm-hmm. And then start and sometimes it's that we're like afraid of our own power. It's like you're doing so well with your like daily practice and you're meditating, you're feeling amazing every single day. And then a part of you thinks like, oh, maybe I don't deserve to be this happy or this powerful. Oh gosh. I mean, you do have happiness guilt sometimes. Let's totally. face it. Yeah. You know, you, and that's probably because people, people are really off put sometimes by somebody who's always happy. They're like, is she for real? Yeah. Hundred. Then I tell them my story. I'm like, I'm for real. <laughs> <laughs> it does annoy the crap out of my family. So I'm like, here's Mary Poppins. That's a good way to be. That's for sure. So when did the business come to actually happen then? Like what did those steps look like and how did you get to where you are today? Sure. So um, I'm so weird because I had already like started to have some products. Now, granted, it was not the, you know, the, the level of the products that we have now, but I'll never get probably six hours after surgery when I was in recovery. I called my friend who was helping with the website. I'm like, okay, let's turn it on on May 29th. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, let's get busy, busy living. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was, I would say I was more like a farmer's market, like, a fair type of line, you know, more bath and body type products, um, and test marketing it, test marketing in that way. And then in 2010, kind of incorporated, and I always said, you know, we're eco chic at that time. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, we were eco eco. Okay. <laughs> I said, oh, we're so chic, and it was not chic looking. Um, it was beautiful, but it wasn't what I was envisioning. And so, in 2013, we rebranded, and that was the that was really the pivotal point. That's when the hockey stick, you know, kind of started to change direction, and we launched in Henry Bendel. And, you know, people were starting to notice us. And I would say 2013 is really once things started to happen. And it's just been the most incredible ride journey that I've been on since. And tell us where your business is at now. Brag about it. Oh, my goodness. It's so exciting. Uh, (laughs) I can't even believe it. We are in Sephora. We we launched in Sephora on Sephora Line. No. I know. I cannot believe it. So are you um, part of their new, like, cause they've really started this transition into like opening up to more eco brands. Are we yeah. part of that movement? Didn't they do like an incubator? Yes. I wasn't part of the incubator. Okay. We just um, started now. Um, I believe it was June 1st. So that's really exciting. To say the least. So are you in stores or online? Um, online, but um, stay tuned. That's okay. all I'll say. Okay, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, um, we also are now a year into our relationship with Nordstrom, mm. which has been an incredible, incredible partnership. Mm-hmm. We're with Blue Mercury, which I love. Oh my gosh, we have oh, probably over 100 and something in boutiques, which I really enjoy because I love shopping local. So that's incredible also been such a great opportunity to to work with like-minded um business owners totally and I feel like when you're in a boutique like the boutique knows your story and actually like understands how to like communicate that to the customer not to say that the big stores don't but I feel like it's definitely like more heartfelt from that like boutique probably met you in person and yes yeah yes I will tell you one of the things I'm very proud about is that I am now going and I visit every store Mm -hmm. I've I've literally gone to all the stores they're carrying and anybody who's new I'm going to I've gone to most of the anthropologies that we're in and make it a a point to really get to know the the teams at the stores because you know what these retailers are taking a chance on an indie quote-unquote indie brand Mm -hmm. No pun intended. No pun intended. I don't think that line down means, I mean, that really means something to me that they're putting out, you know, costs money. Retail space costs them. And so I feel that it's, it's my, it's, it's really an honor for me to go to these stores and meet these, um, these different retailers. So I really try to visit as many stores as I can, Mm. which has been, just been incredible. And every store has opened arms to us. 
I, I really think it says a lot about these retailers who are bringing clean beauty when they have, you know, conventional beauty there. By the way, again, 80-20 gal, I, I am not wearing, you know, all clean makeup right now. I do have some clean ones that I am wearing, but I wear others too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you can't. So what, so on that note, what are some kind of mindfulness tips for products without having to just fully throw out everything that we own? Like where can we start to like clean up our act? Um, oh, goodness gracious. I always tell people that the easiest way to clean up your act is that as you, as you start to run out of one product, that's when you start to do the research. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. So you're, you know, you're using your cleanser and you see it's running low. That's when you start to do some research and figure out what the next product's going to be and go clean on that. Mm -hmm. I I think that sometimes when we do all at once, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And then if you have a product and there happens to be an ingredient, and by the way, we can be allergic to clean clean ingredients as well. Mm -hmm. People allergic to strawberries, people allergic to peanuts, you know what I mean? Just because they're natural doesn't mean... You can't be allergic to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they have a reaction or a sensitivity, they're like, oh, this, this clean doesn't work. Yeah. So it's better to take one thing at a time. And then I think that's an easier way. Plus it's not so expensive if you yeah. start small. I think if you're going to make one change first, I think your moisturizer, both your body and your face moisturizer, because those are leave on and you're covering your body with it. Right. It's like more surface area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good tip. So guys go clean up your moisturizers. <laughs> I love that. So great brands out there, not just mine. I love this clean industry because we really are collegial and really support yeah. one another. I've noticed like you and Herbivore are like, like oh, love them. Yeah. Just yeah. Give me a shout out. Love you. <laughs> I love them. Oh my gosh. I love Christine and Krisha from Vapor, Sasha from Ilya. I mean, these are amazing, amazing people. Mm. Have you met Jennifer from Agent Nature? No. They're smaller, but they're in Nordstrom as well. And she's yeah, super yeah, no, I, I should connect I you guys. I use their. Okay. Oh, do you? Yeah. She's so I sweet. Do. I've had her I on the show too. You know, there, there are some incredible people in this industry and not just in the clean industry, but I just say, you know, I'm lucky to be working in, in a niche that people are really like-minded and love to support one another. And I don't look at it as competition. The only competition I have is for myself to improve upon yeah. what I'm doing daily and our team to continually um, up the ante. But in terms of against one another, you know what? There's a better way to do it. Let's build one another up. That's the way totally. we're going to reach. Well, and your your ultimate mission is for people to be using clean products, whether they're yours, obviously that's preferred, but if they're someone else's and they're preventing sickness, then gosh. Absolutely. I just want them to live the healthiest life. Totally. And whatever that looks like for them, mine is not to send us, you know, stand judge and jury over anybody's choices. No. It just give some options. Totally. What are some like definite red flags to not buy? Like, are there any specific um, ingredients to look out for? I mean, there's probably tons, but are there any, oh, like, yeah. what are the kind of like key ones that you're... I mean, obviously formaldehyde is a big one. Coal tar is also not so great. Um, I really like to look through and, you know, no phthalates, which are hormone disruptors. Mm. I try to formulate, well, I do formulate without talc. Um, things like that. These are known carcinogens and ones that have been suspected. So, I mean, there's so much. I'm really excited. Um, in the next, I would like to say, week or two, we will be launching a new website and it will be a hub of information on all this. Oh, so excited. Oh, oh my gosh. It is really going to be an education platform. Oh, that's really so amazing. smart. Oh, I'm so excited. It is so much more than just a place to sell you know, our products. It's really going to be a place to build community and educate. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. We'll definitely promote that when it's all ready. Yay. Okay. So what are your favorite products of your line? What do we like need to get today? Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So one of the products that I am love, well, it's like ask me, you know, what my favorite child is, but I do have my my. We just launched Iwaken, um in, well, it's just, well, so 
literally 12 days ago, it, on July 1. Mm-hmm. And it is a really lightweight eye serum, but the name I Awaken stands for my journey and truly my weight awakening. And so it's it's got a lot of spiritual meaning to me. So for me, it represents my waking up to the understanding of what you're putting on and in your body are just as important, equally as important. Mm. And my awakening that there really is no regulation in this industry here in the U.S. My awakening that you got to live passionately on purpose every day and live vibrantly. And then the literal awakening of opening my eyes and being able to see and being welcome to the rest of my life. So that one is a beautiful product. I mean, the formulated with horse chestnut and mountain ash, but an arnica and spirulina, it's phenomenal. So that one I really love and very soothing on your eyes. I love also, and I'm known for it, my squalane facial oil. You know, it's one ingredient, it's my moisturizer. And then our, I think I, I know because we're constantly selling out around all the stores is our CoQ10 toner. That's another one. Um, jam-packed with CoQ10, which is the mother of antioxidants and hyaluronic acid. So it's not drying. There's no alcohol in it. So I'd say those three. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to link everyone to them. So the Eye Waken, <laughs> the, um, the toner... And mm-hmm. the, the facial oil. Facial oil. Okay. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to try these two. Oh, okay. I love it. Thank you so, so much for sharing all that. So we're going to move into a little segment called Manic Moments in Manifesting, where we get real about our last meltdown, because we know that business can be crazy, and the last thing that we manifested. So I'll go first so you can think of yours. Okay. So my last meltdown was a couple of days ago. So I've been eating low-vibe food food here in Vegas, and I can feel such a difference when I eat low-vibe food where I feel super low-vibe. And my husband, <laughs> I posted about this on Instagram, but I literally had a jealous freak moment, which I'm not usually jealous at all. But I noticed my husband was following Emily Ratajkowski on Instagram. She's just this super <laughs> sexy, like, model. <laughs> And it really struck a chord with me and I was being (laughs) such a bitch to him. And I mean, it only lasted like a good 10 minutes, but then I I proceeded to make my iPhone screen um, a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal (laughs) (laughs) out of pure spite. (laughs) You can play this game. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not usually crazy. I'm usually pretty like, you know, chill wife, but for some reason it really pissed oh, me off. So the lesson of the day, eat high vibe foods and don't really look at who your husband's following on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I learned some lessons here. Oh um, my gosh. That is a meltdown though. And then, okay. In terms of manifesting, I've just like had a really crazy month in sales and I've noticed that I've like up-leveled my mindset in a lot of ways around money. Like I'm spending more money monthly, like on up-leveling my business. I like redid my website, got new photos, like just really like have been not sparing any expense. And I really believe that the more you spend, the more you make. Like that's just a belief as long as you're spending on high vibe things that are moving you forward. And I see this in my clients too, but yeah, money has just been really flowing in lately and I got a new Chloe bag yesterday, so I'm pretty pumped. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. Okay, I'm so jealous right now, just putting them out there. I've been on Instagram and myself. Um, so it's so funny that you should say that. Obviously, that is a sign. It's a sign. Um, you need to follow it. <laughs> I, you know what? I totally, I have to tell you, I really believe in what you just said though. Yeah. When you practice and you come from a place of abundance, you just find yourself in more abundance. So true. I love it. And it's like money is energy. Like it's not, it's not just a stack of paper bills. Like it literally has energy to it and Mm -hmm. you got to like give the good vibes to it so that they come back to you. I I agree. I think we have such a, unfortunately there's such a negative energy that we put towards money. I know. We start to change that. Our relationship with it, things 
shift. So true. Like so, so many people just have their claws and their money and they're like, I have to save for emergencies. And like, they're like kind of, it's like expecting something bad to happen and like being afraid of spending, being afraid of not having enough. And like, we just got to shift those into just being so grateful for what we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can't take it with you either. I'm not saying you should be reckless. No, exactly. I have the same thing. My son is um, starting college next year. And I'm like, okay, I, ha- I have to put money away for that. So like, yeah. that's a half. Yeah. But, you know, but then there's other things where I'm like, you know what? I really wanted that and Fontaine Exactly. Like I believe in saving up for something, but I don't yes. believe in like saving for the sake of saving. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't have enough energetic weight for me. <laughs> I hear you. You know what? I, I like to say wanting something just gets you more wanting of it. Yes, totally. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Okay. Love you. So now we need to hear <laughs> your last manic moment and the last thing you okay. said. So, you know, it's funny. I don't have many meltdowns. I and mean, then that's probably because of my spiritual practice, I would say, and because of everything that happened to me. But, um, it wasn't as much of a meltdown, but it was definitely um, a low point. So last week, my uncle passed. Very, very close uh, family. And it really struck, it really brought me down. Like really brought me down. And I actually had a little bit harder time bouncing back right away. I mean, energetically speaking, I was, I was low. Yeah. And I think it was, you know, realizing that my parents, my parents are probably going to listen to this and go, oh, great. <laughs> but, <laughs> my parents aren't getting any younger, even though he was there, he was young. And when he passed away, my uncle was young, relatively. It, it was like that aha moment. I was really upset and I was sad. And I just felt like I was tripping up over things and I wasn't able to concentrate. And, you know, one thing snowballed into the next. And it was a real big self-reflection mm. moment and I again it's so funny because I was trying to get everything done also because I knew I needed to get be you know work but I still need to be there and I I finally said okay I need to be upset and realize why I'm upset and then I need to also know that I need to celebrate his life because I I personally believe that somebody's always with you and that yeah. you know just the one that they take is different and I need to come from that practice but what I realized was two things I need to stop waiting for something to happen in order to connect with the people I love in my family mm. and That's not wait true. for the next death in order to see some, some cousins. I my father was one of seven. Oh, so, wow. and they were all prolific Catholics on that side. So like they all have like six kids. So I'm like one of 29 first cousins. Oh, my so, God. which is amazing. But at the same time, you know what? I need to make the effort to see them and to stay in contact with mm, them. Totally. Not just waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, and, I know it's and totally it's, like that. And then also to spend the time with my parents. Like when I'm with them, really be with them and not on the phone and working, worrying about work. Yeah. It was a big reflection for me. Because the other thing I did was um, I realized I had this incredible team, this beautiful, incredible family of a team. Mm. And they said, we got this. And I allowed them to have it and for me to really be with my family and put that phone in my bag and not take it out. Yes, very important. And I, I feel like when we get in this like really low place, when someone passes away, we almost don't give ourselves the permission to work through the emotions. Like we think we have to still continue to go through our day and do all the things. And then you don't actually, Mm -hmm. it takes so much longer to process. You actually like take the time away. You can actually have all these revelations that you had and all these realizations about how you want to spend your time and actually learn from it. But if you just keep like hustling and forcing yourself through the day, when you really just need to calm down, you're not going to be able to get that awakening. Exactly. I, I, that is really it. And, you know, and anytime I think I do have these, these breakdowns, I would call them, and I'm not saying like I break down and cry, although that does happen, but that, that, that vibe, that vibe train has been broken and I go low. I realize it's because I am not slowing down and I, I'm trying to speed up too fast and I'm not able to stay connected. Mm -hmm. And what happens is mistakes. Yeah. I forget because I'm not taking that time for myself. And I think that's a lot about what this brand is about is that self-care. Totally. Taking the time and, and mourning the loss of a loved one 
that doesn't mean that you're not spiritual. That doesn't mean you're not vibing correctly. That doesn't mean, that just means you're taking time to be reflective of that person and appreciate the time you had with them. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. 100%. Um, yeah. And so I, I think that to me was, that was a big aha moment that just happened like last week. Mm. Um, so that was my, my kind of manner. Um, yes. And then the manifested, oh my gosh. Well, I can tell you, when I started this business, I put together a vision board. Love those. Yeah. And I have now watched myself check off one of the last retailers on my vision board. And just this week on Wednesday, I was at Neiman Marcus Conclave introducing our brand to their um, stores because we're launching a Neiman Marcus. Oh my gosh. So to see myself, I mean, I would never have ever imagined my products to be in. I wanted them to, I put them, but I, you know what? I couldn't, I think I said, oh, I'll never get there. And then when I stopped thinking about it, these things happened and they manifested it because I wasn't putting any energy towards it not happening. Totally. And then then boom, Neiman Marcus, Sephora. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. Like you planted the seed with the vision board. You like held the space for it, but you didn't hold on to the, what if it doesn't happen? And then that's when it happened. And that's when it happened. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, um, my ah moment from that is it's time for a new vision board. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to need some new goals. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm like, oh, so, yeah, so, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that too just like a couple weeks ago. Or, yeah, just like a couple weeks ago, I was like, wait, I've already reached all my goals for the year. <laughs> oh, Isn't it an amazing thing? I'm like, okay, time for a new goal setting. I know, and, and it's fun. And it's fun. Yeah, totally. And I think it's like some kind of black moon right now where you're supposed to be like writing down all the things that you want to release. And then there's a new moon coming up where you can write all the things. So that'll be perfect for getting the new goals in place. Oh my gosh. Okay. There you go. I need to start writing. Put the Chloe bag on the, on the vision board. Yeah. Oh, I seriously need to go because I do everything like on like the texture app and read my magazines that way. I seriously either need to do a Pinterest vision board or I need to just go get some magazines and start cutting. And that's what I did with my first one. I literally had, and I had it in my workspace. Oh yeah. So I actually made mine. So there's this, like, I don't use Photoshop. I'm like not that tech savvy, but there's this online, um, basically an online Photoshop called Pixlr, like P-I-X-L-R. And I just like grab photos from online and then you can just like layer them onto a canvas. Really? Yeah. And then I got mine printed out on like a huge piece of paper and it was like really pretty. And I'd literally just take a big Sharpie and like check things off as they go. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're giving me something to do for next yeah. weekend. Yeah. Ooh. I like doing it that I like doing it where you can print it. Like a Pinterest board's great. Like that's good for like the collection phase while you're like right. getting all the things, but then like be able to be able to like screenshot them and like put them all on something yeah. really nice. Even I, um, what is another thing? PowerPoint is even good, but it's just not quite big enough. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you for layering. So, All right. I'm going to download Pixlr. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Great. It's like, you don't even have to download it. It's like, it's just there. You just use it online. So there you go, guys. Some hot oh recording tips. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my God. This has been amazing. I want to thank you so much for sharing your story. You gave so much inspiration, so many great tips um, for everyone in their journey and for their own skincare journey as well, because I get so many people asking about, you know, how to use, you know, clean products and what they should be using. So you guys go check out Indie Lee. I'm going to post links to all the products that we chatted about. And then can you tell us where we can find you online? Indie underscore Lee on Instagram. Believe it or not, I am answering the one answering questions. (laughs) I have an incredible team and I have the most phenomenal community manager, Ashley, just have to give a shout out to her. But um, uh, she helps me stay organized and helps me post and whatnot, but I'm answering questions. 
So if anyone has questions, Indy underscore late. I love connecting and writing back to everybody who ever writes in. Mm. Um, Facebook, I like Indy Lee, but I will tell you, I really hang out on Instagram. Mm, That's where it's at. That's where it's at for me. I love it. Thank you so much. I love that you answer all your questions too. I do that too. I think that's like the most important part of the job is that connection with people. So yay, we're going to, we're going to message you and chat with you. I love it. I love it. Yay. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Go check out Indy Lee and we will connect next time. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.